Hello, everybody. Welcome to Easy Sports. It is Sunday, August 11th. I pulled it up. We're good. <laughs> We're good. We covered it. Um, it is Sunday, August 11th. Uh, today on the show, we have our Big Ten season predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been doing, we already covered the Big 12 and SEC. So if you haven't listened to those, go back a couple of episodes and catch yourself up. Although I guess it doesn't matter. You could listen to these in any order that you wanted and it would be the same. Um, One doesn't really affect the other. Um, But still, you should hear our insight. We know literally everything. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Emma knows everything. She is a god. Um, Yeah. According to Emma. I think that's fair to say. That's the general (laughs) consensus. Emma's a god as reported by Emma Baskin. um that's good journalism right there. that's that's i mean it's something it's everything you want in the um, story. so we need to make fun of you for a second uh, okay you can make fun of me for this i think it's awesome uh, i'm not gonna make fun of you for the dog chat but the cat chat it's the same really thing funny. just I a mean, different species okay so here's what happened and i think it was k-state this chat originated and it was just people sending pictures of dogs to each other. Right. (laughs) And one of my friends, Peyton goes to K-State. So he added me to that. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so fun. Mm -hmm. So then a cat group chat, like originated from that where people were just sending cat pictures to each other. And And so, and I'm in that. It's so fun and wholesome. (laughs) I love it. The kind of wholesome content Emma's been looking for in her life. Yeah, absolutely. It's everyone just being like, oh, that's a cute cat. I guess. I, I mean, there are, there are worse things to <coughs> there are worse things to be a part of for sure. Um, yeah, there absolutely are. <laughs> um, this is just good content. But you were, so you brought up the cat chat to me, right? Right. And then you were on the phone with Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> and... Jeez, I looked down, and are you wearing Slytherin, oh, yeah, Harry Potter, no-show socks? I am. Yeah, it's a good time. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm. No. Okay. You remember the Vans Harry Potter collection? No. Oh. No, I don't, Emma. <laughs> it was a huge deal. Was it? Yeah. No, it made like national headlines. It was like a big thing where Vans did a whole Harry Potter collection. They have like. Uh, the Marauders map, like sneakers and whatever, and it's really cool. So what? I got. Uh, do you know Harry Potter? I mean, I've watched them. Okay, the Marauders map that showed the map of Hogwarts. I saw him with swear I'm up to no good. No. Comes into play in the third movie. It's pretty whatever. Is that the one where the, it shows where everyone's walking and stuff? That's what I just said. No, yes. you gave me some weird <laughs> quote from the movie no. that I didn't the remember. Map of Hogwarts. There's like yes. nine movies. How am I supposed to remember everything eight. that happened? Oh, I'm sorry. There's eight movies. How am I supposed to remember every single thing that happened? You know what? Just be more dedicated. Anyway, uh-huh. so they have like All right. they have like it was a really cool collection, and so I got the least nerdy thing that i could in so these you got socks. slytherin socks no there's the, there's all four of them so there's slytherin hufflepuff ravenclaw and gryffindor socks and, and slytherin was the non-nerdy one no no, no. Uh, this i got all four of them oh it was a combo pack <laughs> slytherin is just what i wore today okay because they're clean you know wow um but there was also like there was this hat i really wanted to get but i couldn't get it why but because it was sold out Oh, all right. Yeah. Tragedy. No, it genuinely Tragedy was. strikes. I was so sad. It was so cute. Um, okay. 
I'll take your word for it. You know it. what? At break, I'll show you. It was a cool collection. I, I was here for you, it. I guarantee you're going to show me at break and I'm going to go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whatever. Yeah. Wow. That is uh, in- interesting. I, 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 I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Listen, I am who I am. But if you mo- don't know, I'm nerdy at this point. I do know that, and I am too. But at on that note, we just watched the uh, Man of mm. Mendan trailers and stuff like that. Yeah, that so movie know, night mode is going to be a lot of fun. You know, I'm not like a super big video game person. Like no. I'm into it, and yeah. like, but not like very hardcore. Mm. Um. Until the opportunity, like, arises, I guess. Like, I'm not going to turn it down. Whatever. Sure. This looks so fun. It's going to be really cool. If you don't know what it is, it's basically, we found the trailer. It's an interactive horror game. So, it's Mm -hmm. like you are playing through a horror movie, and you get to make the decisions for the characters as they go through this horror movie. So, they have, like, a movie night mode where you can play with, I think it's two to five people or something like that. But we had the idea to have a bunch of people over mm-hmm. to my place and get the alcohol going and then <laughs> yeah. play a horror game. Which, so. I mean, we just watched like, what, 20 minutes of it? Yeah. And it was scary. And we're both stone cold sober. Yep. It, it's, it looks like it's going to be a scary game. It's also the middle of the day, uh, so I can't imagine. I feel like when you play it at night, it's going to add oh, no, it's extra, gonna be, yeah, way worse. extra element. It would have been much more scary in the house on mass, though. Oh, yeah. No, that like, place was terrifying. <laughs> that house that was built in the 1800s. 18, like, what, 64? It was, like, during Something the like Civil that. War. <laughs> I think it was after. I don't know. Something. Anyway, two sports. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so, on this episode, we're going to be talking about, as I said earlier, uh, Big Ten predictions, ACC predictions. Uh, we're also going to talk about preseason football. And mm-hmm. just, I love I love NFL Twitter during preseason football. Oh, yeah. no, it's People overreact so, so hard. And uh, so we're going to talk about all that coming up. We're going to start with the Big Ten, though, because this is the conference that I know is going to hurt me right. a lot uh, this year. Well, and this is also, I feel like, of the two, the much more interesting conference to watch. Yeah, I think it is. Um, like, I don't think yeah. that's a like a hot taker. Like, I think that's just fair to say. If you look at the talent and all the teams in the Big Ten, it's mm-hmm. much more interesting to watch than the ACC. Not right. that the ACC doesn't have some great games, some great matchups coming up. It'll, but but I think the, the Big whole, Ten is going to be... There's a, more to talk about in the Big Ten. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, as you guys know, the format, as always, um, is most approve, overachieve, underachieve, favorite to win, and then players to watch. Mm-hmm. So... We're going to change it up. I'm going to have you start. Okay. Go with your most approved to kick it off. All right. Most approved. Is it? Okay. I'm just going to say it. Ohio State because mm-hmm. of the new hire. Yeah. Because I think, of Ryan Day. Yeah. yeah. So I think that he has, he has to prove himself. Like this first season, as we've been talking about with Les Miles and that whole thing, it's so important for a coach to go out there and show what he can do. Um, or she originally, you know, and like that primary season I just feel like is really important mm-hmm. I don't know I just feel like that's a good fit yeah no I get it uh mine's Michigan uh sure you they are the overwhelming favorite yeah. to win the conference basically on every site on every media outlet ESPN has them as a 40 percent favorite to oh, win. oh wow you know which means they'll absolutely lose <laughs> right but that's that literally means nothing to me anymore 
seeing Michigan with as a huge favorite or anything like that because every year something happens and I can't wait to find out what happens this year that's yeah. going to derail those hopes. Yeah, no, we were just reading some articles and one of them said like I can't put Michigan as the number one in the conference no. because something's going to happen. That's it why they're not does. my favorite to win it. <laughs> I can't logically after everything I've seen as a Michigan a fan of Michigan football I can't pick them. Yeah. Because I just it does not work in my brain to say that they're favorites. Well, they're my favorite to win it all. Yeah. So that was a good segue. Um yeah, so I have Michigan because I truly think that this is their year. Mm-hmm. Um I mean Harbaugh is one of my favorite coaches. I think he's really good at what he does. I think yeah. the team is very talented. Honestly, something is probably going to happen, but on paper they look good. That yeah, they do look really good. Um I have Ohio State as my favorite. I sure. hate even saying that, but I just... Wait, I'm sorry. Did you mispronounce the school name? No, I didn't. <laughs> I think um, it's the Ohio State. No, nope, I said it correctly. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the... Sh- that's it. <laughs> Emma's been fired again. again. <laughs> um, this is the third week in a row I've been fired. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, you're on a hot streak. <laughs> um, Honestly, I just want to keep it going. But uh, I have Ohio State as my favorite. I just... It's kind of like... It's kind of the same way Bama has been for me, mm-hmm. where I'm going to count them out when I see it. Yeah. When I see something happen to where, like, an actual collapse when they lose three games or something like that. A collapse losing three games? Jesus. For Ohio State, no, I feel I know. like that's, that's a just, collapse. No, it is. It's yeah. just crazy to think about. Um, but, no, I completely agree with you. It was honestly a toss-up between Michigan yeah. and Ohio State for me, as it, I feel like, always is with this conference. Yeah. I. It, it's going to come – I have this horrible – in my gut feeling mm-hmm. that it's going to come down to that game at the big house in November between the two of them. At least it's in Ann Arbor. And I can't wait to be heard again. <laughs> I was at the last one that was in Ann Arbor. We went up 14, nothing. I was riding high. <laughs> <laughs> and then it ended. It's an ugly crash. It was, that was an ugly after game for everyone <laughs> that was in Ann Arbor. Um, all right, let's hit our overachievers. I have Iowa. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. They, I know it's not ideal to lose two first round tight ends because they literally had two tight ends from yeah. last year's team that went in the first round. Um, I, I know that's not ideal, but I feel like I was that team that every once in a while, they just sort of sneak into contention. Mm-hmm. Like they could be, I, I saw a few predictions that had them as a eight win team or a nine win team, but I don't see why they couldn't win 10. I don't see why they couldn't. Their schedule's not completely unreasonable. Yeah. And so I totally see them as a team that could sneak in. All of a sudden they're nine and one and everyone goes, wait, what the fuck just happened? Right. How did this? What? They also have one of my favorite stadium traditions where they wave at the uh, children's hospital. Oh, yeah. That's That's, really cool. Yeah. That's uh, I like it. I like that a lot. I want to go to an Iowa game just to experience that because I think that'd be really cool. Um, So I have Penn State. Okay. So they're solid. They're not going to win it. Yeah. But they're a young team, right? So Mm -hmm. they're still developing. I feel like, and I'm taking this, I'm just not going to lie. I'm taking this straight from a a sports SB nation. There you go. Article. Yeah. Sorry. But I totally agree with what they said. It's a young team. Maybe next year, you know, they could do something big in the future. Right Mm -hmm. now they're building. And um, I think they're going to be solid. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to win. They have a lot of, they have a lot of inexperienced talent on their roster. They had Which a, is they've why. had a couple of good recruiting classes. Yeah. But 
this is going to be, I view this for them as a transitional year. Right. And that's one of the reasons I think they have the opportunity to overachieve. Right. Because there's so many question marks there, but they could end up being really solid just out of nowhere. Like you said, Iowa, that could be one of the things where people just start going, um, okay, <laughs> like they're actually contenders for this. And then once again, I don't think they'll win, but I think they could surprise a few people. Sure. And I think it's going to come down right now. Their favorite at quarterback to play is uh, Sean Clifford. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to think about it this way too. Trace McSorley was the quarterback for what the last three years for them. Yeah. That's been their guy. They haven't had a new guy under center no, that they've had to rely on. It's definitely a transition. In a hot second. So it, Sean Clifford, he looks like the favorite. That's who everyone is saying is probably going to wind up being their starter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have to see how he's able to step into that role, if he's the guy or if it's someone else, of being the starter and handling that. Because, you know, it, it's that's not exactly – any of these programs that we've been talking about so far are not easy ones to just step into. No, of course not. Yeah. Um, next, we'll move to underachieve. Uh, I put Nebraska. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. People are really excited. People think Scott Frost has gotten players to buy in. But I remember last year when people were super excited about Nebraska and thought yeah. Scott Frost had everyone bought in. Um, I don't see them. I don't see them as a team that's going to win seven games. I, I just can't. They've got plenty of talent on paper. I know that. But, but I don't see team. them. It's a weird team, and I just don't see them putting it together this year. Yeah. I no, don't think this is the year for them to grow, and I, I think they've got maybe in this year and one more year before they're pushing those eight-win seasons, those nine-win seasons. Yeah. I saw one article that had them – as one of the favorites to win the conference Me too. this year. Yeah, I, I was just going to bring that up. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's a little crazy. Like, I saw. I think the prediction on it was they had them going 11-1 and one and winning the conference. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you kidding me? Who was me? their loss to? I don't remember, oh but I'd God. have to go back and find it. But That's crazy, though. Like, that's genuinely crazy. There, Yeah, there's no chance. And I saw... I. It might be the same one, but it was like, I said I wasn't going to buy in, but I'm in. Like, right. And, and <laughs> like, no. <laughs> what, there's nothing to buy. Yeah. There's nothing to buy. We didn't see any progress last year. They got outplayed constantly. And yeah, they might have looked a little bit better at the beginning of the season, but... It, it would it, have to be leaps and bounds to get me to be like, yeah, okay. Right. Solid contender. They didn't go... They were a team. If I mean, remember the game? That's they about Michigan? all you can say. Yeah, they, they were, were a team. team. <laughs> they looked like Rutgers. Yeah, like, no, that's fair. They went out to put it into perspective. They had like negative two yards at half against Michigan. Mm, that's negative brutal. two. What a miserable game. Yeah. Putting that in perspective, Rutgers had more at half. That's yeah. That's brutal. That it just in. I just don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it, but yeah. I cannot foresee Nebraska having a seven-win season. Yeah, I I'm think with their you. ceiling is six and six this year. So my underachievers are Wisconsin. Okay. For two reasons. One, I had them as my overachievers last year. Okay, there you go. <laughs> they disappointed me with an eight and five season. That shit hurted. Yeah, it absolutely did. Um, and this year they have a brutal schedule, so I'm not. I'm not looking at them as overachievers at all. Yeah, I they, think they're a pretty talented team, but I, I don't see 
them winning those big games against Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. No, I don't. I don't think they have those in the bag. Um, can we talk about Hornibrook real quick? Sure. So, Alex Hornibrook was their starter, their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. He transferred to Florida State mm-hmm. and was getting yes, interviewed he did. <laughs> after a practice. And said, I believe the exact quote was, I've never met a group of wide receivers that love playing and love practicing more than this one. And boy, the response from his teammates on social media was phenomenal. I mean, just like, just basically roasting the kid and being like, okay, yeah, like basically saying, fuck you. Yeah. Like you're an asshole. So like, let me say something real quick. First of all, when you're a transfer, everything's going to be scrutinized. Everything you say is going to be scrutinized. And context is everything with these comments. Because I read those comments originally, and I was like, okay, a guy said a thing. Like, why is, what's the big deal? I did more research, and I was like, oh, he was a jerk. (laughs) Because if you're coming out of high school and you say that, it's like, okay, yeah, of course you say that. Like, that's positive for your team, whatever. But this is not a comment that's positive for your team. It is negative for your former team. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The intention behind that is so different. And I think that's really important to put out there. Um, And he's actually one of my players to watch for the ACC because of these comments, because he has to be amazing now. Well, so I've got the exact quote in front of me. He said, they're a really hardworking group. I've never seen receivers that just, that don't want to leave the field. When, the, when you're running routes, they just keep going and going. So we're going to read some of the, the comments. Uh, Danny Davis III, boy, stop, with a bunch of emojis. Kendrick Pryor, LOL. And my favorite was Scotty Nelson. Dang, buddy's still concussed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Which is, which is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, he – what a – I would never, like, unless there was some drama there, I didn't get the perception that he was leaving with a bunch of drama at Wisconsin. I thought it was just more he wanted to go to Florida State and he thought it was a better opportunity for him. But what a way to make people assume that there was some kind of drama. Right. And it could have, and it honestly, it could have been, like, a very innocent thing to say, but it did not feel like it. It didn't land well. Well, especially with the way his teammates reacted. I feel like you don't react that way unless there is some history there. Who knows? But that's the, just my speculation. Yeah. With that being said, who's your uh, player to watch? Um, Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. So running back for Wisconsin, he won the Doak Walker Award last season. I think he's going to be great again. Yeah. I think he's going to be fun to watch. Have he's. Some, a, I mean, he's a very talented back. Yeah, and I think he's going to have some really cool highlight reels that I'm oh, excited yeah. to watch. I, I expect at least two hurdles from him this year. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> let's ask Vegas. What's the over under <laughs> <the> hurdles? <laughs> Can we take a prop bet on this, <laughs> on his hurdles during games? Um, my players to watch, I got Shea Patterson on there, sure. but I also, <laughs> I have like a slash here. I have Josh Gaddis, their new offensive coordinator. Okay. So it's sort of a combo deal. I know he's not a player, but well, then he can't be on the list. I'm sorry. Right. Of course. <laughs> but Gaddis was brought in from Bama to completely reinvent this offense yeah to go more rpo to go more spread i mean michigan had been running that sort of power set where they just run the ball down your throat and hope it works and it they it showed last year yeah i think it showed how if they're beat off the line at all 
they can't do anything on offense because it happened repeatedly. It happened against Notre Dame. It happened against Ohio State. It happened against Florida in that bowl game where they just couldn't get anything done. Yeah. So with that being said, Shea Patterson is known as being more of a spread-oriented quarterback. That's apparently where he thrives. Josh Gaddis is completely revamping this offense from every report that I've seen coming out of their camp. Yeah. If it works, and if we see, because I'm a little also doubtful that we're going to see a whole new Michigan offense. Right. But if we do and it works, that could be the differentiating and the deciding factor on if they win the conference or if they lose the conference. I just want to see... A whole new Shea Patterson burner account. I do too. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I do too. I, I want to see a whole new Shea Patterson. Actually, I wish he would just tweet these things from his regular account. You know what? I'd respect the hell out of that. <laughs> if he just, he was like, no, fuck it. They already know what I'm about. Right. And they just started tweeting <laughs> shit like that out. That would be insane. Oh yeah. Beautiful. I'm, you know what? Art. art. <laughs> hate us so much we spend too much time together we really do (laughs) all right with that being said um but with that being said let us know what you guys think is going to happen in the big 10 this year Mm -hmm. we're i'm this is one of my favorite conferences because i think this is going to be one of the more competitive conferences in the country this year um especially that middle area of the conference where the iowa's sit the wisconsin sit stuff like that that's going to be a wild show. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, let's see if Michigan can actually pull something off this year <laughs> or if they just choke it away. <laughs> I'm, you I'm, sound hurt. I'm, I have years <laughs> of scars <laughs> from that team just built up. You're so I am bitter. ready. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's like... But I, it's like that Michael Scott thing. I'm ready to be heard again. Quite literally, <laughs> I am like, I, like I keep saying, I don't know when it's going to happen. It could be, I'm looking at their schedule right now. But you, honestly, that's the beauty of Michigan football is you is don't it, know when you're going to get destroyed. Is that beautiful? <laughs> I missed that part. You just don't know when your heart's going to get ripped out of your oh, chest. Good. <laughs> Can't wait. Um... So, yeah, I'm looking at this. Honestly, fuck it. Army could beat us. <laughs> really? Did you see them play Oklahoma last year? No. They, that was a close game. Wow. Like, a very close game. Like, a one-point win for Oklahoma <laughs> kind of game. Jeez. Yeah, Army. That, that game makes me nervous. That's, like, my sleeper game for when they're going <laughs> to lose. Um, I always love, like, okay, I remember last year. Uh, watching all of these games and I went to a like I went to lunch with some of my family members oh yeah I remember this and it was the family the side of the family who just does not care about sports yeah and it was I can't remember which Michigan game it was but it was one where you got destroyed and I was sitting there watching and I'm like reacting so intensely at the table and they're all like would you relax and I'm like no you have no idea what's on the line right now yeah let me let me go to their 2018 schedule real quick and figure out because I think I know exactly which game you're talking about oh <laughs> what was it god why do I do this to myself what was it there's oh wait no is that right 
It was absolute. I bet you. Y'all scored at least like 23 points. Oh, no. That's 2017. Why? I wanted 2018. I don't know why it's all messed up right now. Uh, but yeah, that was a really fun experience at lunch with my family, just like watching me lose my mind. And keep in mind, this is family I hadn't seen in like a year. And like they, they were like looking to catch up, like looking to just have a good time. I'm like chowing down on some chili and just watching. I'm chowing <laughs> down on some chili. <laughs> just watching Michigan get destroyed. I, I really like the I'm chowing down on some chili. I'm just trying to fill the air right now while you find this, Zachary. <laughs> I can't find it. We'll find I'm it. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> Are you? By chowing down on some chili. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you help me? Yeah. Is that oh really the stance? Yeah. <laughs> From now on, I know. Is that the title of the episode? Because I feel like it has to chowing. be. <laughs> Chowing down on chili with Emma Beth. <laughs> Can we rename the podcast? Can we, we rename it? <laughs> we have chili once a week to talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm in fucking tears right now. <laughs> I know what game it was, by the way. <laughs> okay, let's bring it back. <laughs> it was, um... <laughs> First game of the year, it was the Notre Dame game. Oh, that's what it was. You're right. Because <laughs> I remember you texted me, and I was up in Chicago visiting someone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and you texted me, and you went, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Because they fell apart. And oh, it was... yeah. No, because you were up by a decent amount. <laughs> no, was... no, we never were up. It was just that we got our teeth kicked in. I thought there was a point where you were up by like a touchdown. No. And I was like, oh, sick. Yeah, no, that, that game, that was from the from the get-go just bad. And what then was the, the final? Uh, it was 24-17, oh, so it okay. looks That's a lot better. That's where I got the 23 points from. Yeah, but we couldn't move. I remember distinctly we couldn't move the ball worth a damn. Yeah. Shay didn't do anything. I was so excited for him. He didn't do. Shay at us. <laughs> yeah. Tweet at us with one of your burners. Um, <laughs> he he didn't do anything that game. They got bullied around. It was just ugly. I got a little bit a spark of hope when they returned that the, kick for a touchdown. But Your eyes have this dead look in them right now i'm like i'm looking at it just upset i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that to you i'm i'm so mad at you i'm sorry i'm so upset with you right now i want you to know that it's somehow my fault how how dare you bring this up again (laughs) the ohio state one was worse though when they let up 62 Oof. and then they lost to florida in the bowl game 41 to 15 i'm so sorry for your loss I'm really upset. Uh, with that, <laughs> with that, we're going into break. <laughs> I'm just helping you by it. eating some chili. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, Emma? <laughs> oh God! It felt right. Thank you so much for joining us on the. I, actually, I'm sorry you join us on the <laughs> yeah, Easy Sports Podcast. I'll issue a public apology when we come back from break. <laughs> yeah, Emma, open up your notes app. <laughs> you need to do it. All right. Get to work. We'll be right back after the short break. You ever let go? How do you ever let go? 
All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, I just love that. I love pretending like we're starting oh up my again. God. No, it's the worst thing. I'll sit there and I'll be like, three, two, one, welcome back. And then I'll just say something like really random and weird. And Emma gives me this look like, I really hope you didn't just record that. <laughs> I've learned <laughs> Or now. like, I'll ask you like a really... Just terrible question. Just a terrible... <laughs> it's more often that I just ask you a terrible question. Yeah. And put you in that position. Yeah. And then just say, care to comment? And you sit there like, oh, is this gotcha journalism at its finest? It could be. I, I think... Based off the way I restart, what what was Nothing. that look? I you just, just got your eyes got really big. What did you just think? I was think? just thinking about something. What well, care I, to share? No, <laughs> you gotta share now. Absolutely not. We're down the rabbit hole. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> yes, we are. I was just thinking about gotcha journalism. Okay, and that was it. Your <laughs> eyes got that big it. just thinking about gotcha journalism. Yeah. You're a weird duck. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want me to respond to that? I don't know. I don't. I'm just <laughs> telling you. Um, wow. We are a mess. Our breaks are complete. If you guys don't know, like, I, I don't think we've ever talked about what happens during break. No, it's just. But it's a complete shit show. It's very weird. Like, it's just like we. I don't really. We bounce from topic to topic so quickly. Oh, yeah. Like, on stuff we're talking, like, one second, it's, uh, like, a horror video game. The mm -hmm. next second, it's what's happening in sports. The next second, it's, hey, did you know, like, hip-hop dressage with horses <laughs> is a thing? Like, a real thing that they do? Or and like, it's kind of crazy? Or, like, my friend will call me. <laughs> yeah, or, like, one of your friends will call you. And, and then she'll be like, oh, tell Zach I say hi, and he's just holding a knife. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, he says hi. <laughs> like, yeah, that was really funny. Tell Zach, I say hi. I hear that faintly and just point the knife. <laughs> like, he says hi. Talk to you soon. <laughs> We're friends. He's friends with me, right? Totally. Oh, yeah. No, he really enjoys your company. <laughs> You're his favorite. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wait. That's a, that's a question for after break. Which of my friends is your favorite? Um... I can answer it right now. Um, but if they listen, this will be an offensive question to ask. It will be a very offensive question. Which one of your dogs are my favorite? And I know they're your friends because I, I've seen the way you talk to them. I love my dogs. Um, no, we can answer that. We'll answer that off air. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I'll tell you. I think I know, but I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna tell me your prediction, and then I'll tell you who it actually it's be is. The last person I think. <laughs> it was, I'm gonna pull like the most random met one time person. You're like, oh yeah, it was Peter from Writers Club. Yeah, he's great. I'm just like, what? I didn't even know Peter from Writers Club existed. You never met him, but he's a good guy. I'll take your word for it. You know what? Actually, I hate him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably a bad dude. Um, I'm so anyway. sorry, Peter. Yeah. Anyway. Peter, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> anyway, wow. ACC predictions. Sure. Let's dive on in. Um, right. Do you want me to start? I'll start. Okay. Um, so first, let's talk about who's going to win it all, because I feel like this is the oh, easiest yeah, one. Is, it's Clemson. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Clemson. Whoop, whoop. Um, so then players to watch. So my first one is Trevor Lawrence, and then I also have Hornbrook. 
Yeah. Because after those tweets, I mean, he just has to be outstanding, right? Oh, Otherwise, God. he's going to get so much shit. He better show out this year. Right. He or not the so tweets, much. those comments. Sorry. He, he talks so much shit on his team. He better. Yeah. He better ball out. But Trevor Lawrence is somebody who's going to be really fun to watch and see how he's like continuing to grow into his own and things like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm really excited to watch both of them. Um, Are you? Yeah. No, I genuinely am. I okay. like Trevor Lawrence a lot. Okay. I think he's the retching motion you just made yeah. convinced yeah, me. Yeah, I made that more. I made that more as a joke, but um, <laughs> no, I like him a lot. I think he's, in my opinion, probably the best quarterback in the country. Mm-hmm. I think he's a better quarterback than Tua is. Yeah, barely, but I I think he is. Um, he's got a phenomenal arm talent. His ability to be a dual threat quarterback is also pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, he's sure. not a running quarterback, obviously, but he can run the ball if he needs to. Yeah. Um, right, reminds me a little bit of Aaron Rodgers. Which okay. Is funny. Interesting. Like, I kind of. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. Um, all right. So then, favorite to win, Clemson. Both of us have that. That's yeah. easy. Let's go to most. Easy. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's go to most to prove. All right. So, for most approved, I have Syracuse. Interesting. Um, because they're, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. From CBS Sports, here's what they have. They have Syracuse projected at five wins. Um, Syracuse was one magical drive by Clemson backup quarterback from upsetting the Tigers and winning the ACC Atlantic last year. Mm-hmm. And it returns four of their top five recruiters and a quarterback in Tommy DeVito, who's one of the most highly touted prospects, yada, yada, yada. Wait, four of their five top Top five recruiters or recruits? Receivers, sorry. Oh. Receivers. I was like, that's a weird <laughs> stat they threw in there. My bad. Um, but no, I think that's interesting because if they almost won the ACC Atlantic last year. They were close. Then you got a lot to prove this year. You know, you got to prove that wasn't a fluke. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, I have Florida State. Okay. They had a bad year last year by all accounts with the amount of talent that they have on that roster. Yeah, there's I think that's n- fair to say. There's no reason they should have played as bad. I know it was a transition year with Willie Taggart in at uh, head coach. But, I mean, there's no excuse. You're Florida State. You've come off the Jimbo Fisher era, which was very successful, and bared you a national championship. You know? A- and so, I think for Willie Taggart, I honestly think he's on the hottest seat of any coach in the conference. Because if he messes up this year, if they can't pull out some wins, if they can't have a seven-win season, I don't think he keeps his job. Wow. Genuinely. That's bold. Like, I don't know that he'll – I would not be surprised if they start the season – let's say if they start the season one in three, one in four, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw firing rumors for Willie Taggart. I genuinely think the attitude down there is win or get canned. There's yeah. no more room. There's no more leash. So, well, because they're uh, and I said this I think a few weeks ago, but Florida State I feel like in both basketball and football mm-hmm. are always hyped up. And I, I think I, the expectations think are football. always high. I think more football. I see it in basketball too, though. I I see it in basketball, but I see it more as we could be good, mm-hmm. not we should be great. Yeah, and that's more what I see with their football program is. We should be great. There's no excuse. I just Why mean, are we losing okay, games? Okay, I guess I should rephrase that for March Madness. Okay. I always see them seated higher than I think they should be seated. 
Yeah. I guess that's how I should have worded that. They've put together a couple of pretty good teams, though, this, the last couple of years. At least in, like, okay. from a basketball Zachary. perspective. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's fair, for sure. But, uh, yeah. So, overachiever. I have... <clears throat> so, both my under, overachiever and underachiever are because of schedule. So, overachieve, I have Virginia Tech. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then underachieve, who do you have, since you brought up both of them? Pittsburgh. Okay. So, Virginia Tech, um, they have a pretty – they have an okay out-of-conference schedule. They have Old Dominion, Furman, and Rhode Island. That's pretty easy. It's fine. Yeah. That's, that is, they should win every one of those games right. very easily. But then they also have a road trip to Notre Dame. Okay. Then to Miami. Mm-hmm. Their regular season finale is at Virginia. Interesting. So – the, it's kind of a weird, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If those those last few games, I feel like, are kind of toss-ups. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. But I feel like they have the potential to be better than we think they will be. Interesting. So yeah. then for Pittsburgh, they, um, they were in the ACC championship game last year. They had seven wins. Uh, their schedule suggests, according to CBS Sports, that a one-game drop-off should be the expectation. They visit Penn State. They follow that up with UCF. They also have Virginia team, Virginia Tech, and Syracuse. So those are a few losses that you can already count on without yeah. even having the toss-up games thrown in there. Okay. Yeah, I, I can 100% see that. Um, so for me then, I have my overachiever is Miami. Sure. I think they got a lot of really talented guys on the roster. They were solid last year. Wait, right? No. Who was good last year? They had a. They did not have a great year last was year. Was it two years ago? When were they good? Two years ago, they okay, were pretty good. Okay, two years ago. Last year, they, they got out They got out of the gate slow. And I was, was thinking of The Rock's tweets. I'm sorry. That's how I judge Miami football. <laughs> <laughs> you judge Miami football based, based on, off The Rock. Based on Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tweets. Interesting. Um, Up until this point, that's all I've known about Miami football. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't judge me for that. <laughs> Actually, you probably can, but yeah, please I don't. <laughs> I, I'm v- judging you very much. Um, I think that they have one of the best defensive units overall in the ACC. Gen- like, genuinely. I think they might have the best linebacking unit in the ACC from everything that I've seen. Um, and then, obviously, Clemson has the best defensive line unit, but I think they're they're in there. They're either... It's either them or Syracuse for second on that one. Yeah. Um, and then their DBs, they've got a good talented group of defensive backs so I picked them for overachieve because I think they're going to live and die by their defense if their defense doesn't show out I don't see them putting up the efficient numbers that they would need on offense to continue winning games yeah I don't think they're gonna win shootouts this year I I just don't they're not like Oklahoma last year where you could count on the defense to be terrible but you knew the offense was gonna dig them out of a hole Mm mm-hmm I think they need to live and die by that def- their success on the uh, defensive side of the ball. With that being said, I think they can do that. I think they will do that. I think they had a bad year last year, but I think they're going to come out with a different energy and play very, very well, especially if they win their opener. Because okay. their opener is against Florida. I think that's going to be a tough game for them. Florida's got a very good team. If they can win that opening game against Florida, I think it's going to push positive momentum for the rest of the season because, I mean, after that, their schedule is not bad. They have UNC after Florida. 
uh, then I think this is Bethune Cookman. Yeah. Bethune Cookman. Uh, Good old Bethune Cookman making an appearance again. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Um, then Central Michigan, Virginia Tech, Virginia. Both of those games will be challenging. Um, Georgia Tech, Pitt, Florida State, Louisville, Florida uh, International, and Duke. I think there's a possibility that they could be very, very good this year. Yeah. With that being said, uh, my most likely to underachieve, I have Syracuse. Okay. I was... I think... No, I think that's fair, though. I was very excited about them last year, and it was awesome seeing them give teams trouble. Like, the way they gave Clemson issues last year after Trevor Lawrence went out was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. They're in Death Valley making it a close game, pushing Clemson to the edge and saying, all right, you want to be, you want to win this conference. There's no easy game against us. Um, and I think they proved that. That being said, I don't know coming out into this year, how they're going to perform. I'm just, I don't see it on paper. I don't see that middle half of their defense, like the linebacking group. I just don't see the talent there. And I think they're going to struggle a lot against teams that can run the ball really well. Yeah. I think they've got a good defensive line, but I think they're going to run into some teams like, let's say, Clemson. Clemson's got a phenomenal offensive line. Coming off the ball, if they get past that defensive line unit, I don't know who's there. Their secondary's decent, but their linebacking core, I don't think it's there. And I think they could get really punished up the middle with that. Um also don't think they have enough speed in that group to keep up with some of the receivers. Sure. So I think they might have some issues defensively this year. But I could be wrong, but that's why they're my underachievers. So. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Those are valid reasons. I can't wait for them to be like 9-0 and and someone to yeah. oh my <laughs> slide God. into my DMs and be like, remember when you picked them to underachieve? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, It'll be me. Yeah, it will It'll be, be me sliding into your DMs. I know, thank you. It'll be like 2 in the morning and you're just going to wake me up to remind me. Um, I could see you a hundred percent calling me at two in the morning and being like, Hey, hey just a quick question. Remember when, uh, you picked uh Syracuse Thunder chief? Yeah. Well, they're nine and now. Yeah. Like, How does cool. that feel? Yeah. Care to comment? Yeah. You'll record it too and post it on our account. Can't oh wait. God. Um, and then I didn't, I forgot to talk about my player to watch. Okay. Who's uh, your player to watch? Tate Martell. All right. So Tate Martell, if you don't know who that is. He was a quarterback at Ohio State. He was a backup. Um, Ohio State really only played him in red zone situations because they didn't want to risk injury for their other quarterbacks, mm -hmm. like Dwayne Haskin. Uh, they didn't want to risk injury for him, so they put Tate Martell into the red zone and let him run the ball um, and take those hits. I think him going down to Miami, being in a new system, not – I always look at it from a stability standpoint too. Ohio State, love them or hate them, was a pretty stable program with what they were doing. Mm -hmm. uh, you sort of knew what you were going to get out of them. I think Miami is one of the more unpredictable teams this year in college football because we don't know. There wasn't, there wasn't that year-over-year -year success that they had. They didn't carry it over from the first year of the turnover chain, which is how I'm going to map it out, okay. to the second year of the turnover chain, which was last year. And so I think he's going into that situation. There also is no backup for him here. He's the guy. And if he can't show out, if he can't perform on a level to be that guy, I don't 
I don't know. I don't know that that I, I'm I'm trying to put this in a way. I don't know that he has that in him just yet. There's nothing to fall back on. There's no security blanket. Yeah. And so I don't know. It'll be very interesting. He's also more of a runner from everything that I've seen. I don't know how well that's going to work. <laughs> no, but, that'll be interesting for sure. Yeah. So anyway, with that being said, show's over. Adios. I'm upset. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, no, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, I've got a... Will we? Yeah. Oh, okay. My flight to Vegas is at 8 p.m. Sunday. Did I, I go leave. over my travel schedule at the beginning of this? No, you didn't. But I leave on Sunday. So we'll have to record on Saturday and post on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, it'll be a little bit change of schedule, as you just heard, Emma. We'll record Saturday and then have it just post Sunday morning for you guys. So not a change of schedule for y'all, but... Yeah, but for us, it is. Um, but yeah. yeah, go through your travel schedule because it's crazy. Yeah, I... For my work, I travel a lot, um, pretty Which much. Which is the understatement of the century. <laughs> I, I, every week, I'm on the road at least four days a week. Yeah. Um, so over the next few, should I just pull up my calendar? Honestly, do and it. And dive through it real quick. Because when you went through this with me at the beginning of the show, I just sat here like dumbfounded for a minute. Yep. All right. So starting tomorrow, I fly to Dallas tomorrow morning. I'm in Dallas from Monday to Friday. I fly back Friday afternoon. Uh, then I'm here back in Kansas City Friday afternoon, Saturday, and then most of the day Sunday. And then on Sunday, I fly to Vegas, and I'm in Vegas for work, for to be clear. <laughs> uh, and then I'm in Vegas from that Sunday night to Wednesday, the 21st. And then from the 22nd, I get, I literally get back to Casey, unpack, repack, and then I fly out to Ohio from the 22nd to the 25th for a wedding. And then I get back on the 25th, the 26th through the 30th, or no, I'm here the 25th, the 26th, and then the 27th through the 30th, I'm in the Dakotas. Jeez. Yeah. That's brutal. It's, it's a lot. I mean, I got a lot going on these next couple of weeks obviously oh, really? so. it doesn't sound like it no honestly I have a lot of downtime so I think it's really <laughs> funny because one of my neighbors was talking to me and she goes she goes are you like here anymore ever <laughs> and I was like what do you mean she's like I feel like I don't see you around I used to see you in the hallways all the time and I'm like oh yeah you better get used to not right. seeing me anymore um because travel just ramped up but it's gonna be fun yeah I'm excited should be cool we'll still we'll still be recording this so you just, gave me a, you just gave me a look like, yeah, we will. Yeah, that's what counts. <laughs> You're you damn made, right. You made a commitment. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, thank you so much for joining us in the Easy Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Easy Sports Pod. Uh, rate and review on the Apple Podcast app. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. We adjust based on what you tell us. We um, do adjust every once in a while. Yeah, and we really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week, same time as always. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>